Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan Jesse Go, the world's leading podcast for hams. <laughs> Ham radio enthusiasts. <laughs> oh, boy. If you're interested in broadcasting from your home, receiving broadcasts from around the world, having chats, exchanging cards, then... And, and hey, if you want to coat your radio in a nice honey glaze, <laughs> we, also, we also offer ham-related puns. Yeah. <laughs> having, we've, we've gone ham for ham. Having Hard as a motherfucker for the musical <laughs> Hamilton. Ha, uh, having a hard time getting reception in your basement? Try adding two pineapple rings. There's someone... Just, kind of this, just an example of some of the fun we have on this ham podcast. Idea for this week's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Halloween. Yes. So it's a sort of... I think it might be a seasonal fun thing. Well, I mean, as you and I know, right. it's... The last holiday before the ham holidays. <laughs> right. <laughs> Certainly so. Yeah. So on our show, ordinarily, we talk about ham radio operation mm-hmm. and hams. Mm-hmm. Canned, glazed, pickled. Sandwich? Sure. That's something else you could do. But I'm, also, I'm having a concern. What's that? We have, a, we have a guest here. Uh-huh. And who I know is a ham radio enthusiast. Right. But I, I'm just putting the pieces together in my head, is also a vegan. Right. So I'm guessing the kind of other part of our show, which is ham talk, ham puns, right. that kind of thing. Well, hamming it up. Hamming it up, <laughs> as we like to call it. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that that'll be offensive or distasteful. Mm-hmm. So should we just skip all that for just for this week? Yeah. Introduce our guest and, and just gab? I mean, it's probably safest. I mean, we can start. We can start everything with Breaker Breaker if you want to, <laughs> which is probably more of a CB radio thing. Yeah, yeah. But just to kind of ten four, good buddy. <laughs> just to kind of ease people into this, you know, temporary format of casual chatting. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I think we should do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guest, a comic, wearing a seasonally appropriate garb, uh, both appropriate for the weather and the season. Mm-hmm. Virginia Jones. Hi, Virginia. Hi, guys. Um, thank you for having me on the, the Spiral Cut, the best of all ham <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Now, I, I do want to I, – I do have a ham bone to pick. Oh, um, oh boy. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm a ham radio enthusiast so much as I am an international shortwave mm, radio right. enthusiast. Yeah. Right. It's much more about number stations and making friends in other places. So you're not a broadcaster. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. You're no. more of a res- you're more interested in you're more interested in oh, what what does the uh BBC Niger service exactly. has, have to say Exactly. For when exactly. When will that come on? And talking to a friend in Japan who I'll never meet. Right. But not on the computer. Right. I mean, it seems like we could all deal with a little bit of that international connection in these divided times. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. I think it would foster some understanding. I'd rather not. Yeah, you're right. Let's <laughs> let's wall ourselves off and make assumptions about people. <laughs> America first. <laughs> America first. Um, Virginia, we uh, speak Halloween is upon us as yeah. of this recording. Yeah. yeah it's uh, the Halloween season. Yeah, it's on sure. top of us. Um, as a, as perhaps L.A.'s most famous goth comedian, 
<laughs> how how are you preparing for Halloween? You know, well, it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, think it's holotite. Yeah. Well, when you're my well, well when you're around my house, you smoke that Halloween. <laughs> it does get hella tight. Uh, yeah. It's Halloween, the end of October, and <laughs> sure, right. uh, uh, she's wearing a Cramps T-shirt, folks. Yeah, we should. She's very on brand. I'm super on brand. Well, uh, and and like I think that I'm branching out because it's a white, it's a white right. shirt. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, um, this is a very summer goth look you're you're bringing to us yes. here. Yeah. You're you've got on a denim skirt. Mm-hmm. You've got on a you've Light, got on breezy. sockless yeah. low top low top black chucks. Uh-huh. Converse. Yeah. Uh, so this is like it's perfect for Los Angeles where it's 104 degrees <laughs> yeah. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Um, uh, I feel like goths. Uh, Halloween is the time where we can just really kind of like kick back and and be ourselves and uh, sure. and and we're you know like the ministry song why are you dressed as, uh, like it's Halloween where they were British even though they uh, are from Chicago mm. uh, there's a lot of questions right um, yeah why does your second album sound totally different than your first <laughs> album these right. are all questions we've had about ministry <laughs> yeah. something I ask I mean, myself something that comes up every year for me yeah. Yeah. I'm just like tearing my hair out like yeah. oh ministry come up with some so answers. inconsistent yeah it's been decades I, I think <laughs> I'm so, pretty sure ministry yeah, yeah. 80s uh, correct yeah accurate yeah 100% uh, late 80s yeah um so yeah, uh, Halloween is when we just kind of like we celebrate the good things about being goth, and and uh, 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 and and sometimes we amp it up, you know, one extra notch. But also, you know, Halloween can be very a very cash time for the goth because just go out as yourself and you look like a witch, and it's everything's covered. Are you a witch? Are you a vampire? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's it's NBD. Also a werewolf if the moon uh, if the moon complies, <laughs> yeah. if the right moon phase is I in mean, effect. It's it's the, absolutely the top season to have teeth shaved to a point. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one time that becomes appropriate. <laughs> um, you know, you are, in addition to being a comic, you also uh, you also drive for the lift. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night was kind of like, so, you know, Halloween falls on a Tuesday this year. Right. But, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday. Last night was like. Last night Halloween was Halloween go night. out. Yes, exactly. Uh, Everyone's every by Tuesday it's going to be wrung out like a sponge. Sure, just like just fake. Like oh, people... you mean when this episode comes out? Correct. <laughs> yes, got it. People are going to be sick of hearing about it. <laughs> well, you know, Saturday night you do your whole outfit with all the prosthetics and. As you point out, the teeth mm-hmm. and the wig, and then and then Tuesday. It's a shame because I think what most people don't know is those teeth don't grow back. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're what? a child. But what? you know what? Every you can alternate. One year you're a vampire. One year you're Mayan royalty. One year you're a vampire. <laughs> one year you're Mayan royalty. I sure. once. This is gonna not surprise anybody, but once I was in a terrible, terrible vampire play just because it gave me an excuse to buy the good teeth. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So so there's a. There's a sliding scale of vampire teeth, then? For sure. Sure. For sure. Well, there's on level shit. one, there's the, there's the trick-or-treat uh, ones you give to little kids uh, that make me you gag immediately. Right. They're all uh, of a piece. <laughs> then there's, the, there's, the, there's the, like, the uppers you can get on Amazon. I have a pair of silver ones. But sure. then the, there's the, the good ones. Are they, they mold to your tooth a little bit. And then the really good ones you have custom-made because you have problems. But the... the <laughs> The, the middle tier of and $20 at, teeth. At that point, you're going to want to get them custom made because you want the screw base so that you can also screw them into your forehead that's as right. horns. Yeah. That's right. 
Versatile. Multifunctional. Versatile. Dress it up. Functional. Dress it up. Dress it down. Yeah. I just feel like no it's outfit. It's the little black dress of goth accessories. No outfit is not improved by vampire teeth. Yeah. You know, it just takes that little extra egg. Just it knocks it up to 11. It's I was nice. going to say, well, what about Priest? But yeah. Priest 100% yeah. vampire teeth. What's his deal? They'll wonder mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from the pews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do vampire drive Vampire Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they bond to build bus lanes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when when Halloween is on a Tuesday, the party's on a Saturday. Uh, last year, Halloween was on a Monday. It was it was it was a time for trick or treating and and reflection, but not necessarily you know going balls to the wall mm-hmm. out. Sure. But yeah, so last night was a big crazy night um, <laughs> for reflection. Yeah, you know, you have like a reflection. Shabbat dinner. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, vampire. These candy course, cords represent <laughs> the, the suffering of my the people. suffering of my people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. You know, I'm a vampire. I'm 500 years old. I live in the valley. Like all these, all the things, all the sure. classic cliches yeah, mm-hmm. of our people. What should I move to Highland Park? <laughs> Is it Is time? That right. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, and I want to get into what it was like driving the lift on sure. Halloween party night. Candy corn. What what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I like to have two. Uh huh. Two. Two. Two corns. Two pieces of corn per year. Uh huh. And then not again until the next year. I'll yeah. enjoy those two corns. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll feel nostalgic. Maybe I'll have a Brock's pumpkin, mm-hmm. which is made of similar stuff. Yeah. But isn't that kind of big? It is kind of big. So then I'll have one. That's weird. I'm not having two pumpkins. I'm having either two corns or one pumpkin. Why am I willing to eat six corns at once? I but the prospect of eating a Brock's pumpkin a single me mallow out. cream pumpkin you can't cope. No, I can't yeah. deal. Well, I mean, it's a surface area thing. I think some candy is made right. better or worse. It's like why it, it's like it doesn't matter what height. You could drop an ant off the Empire State Building, and he's not going to die from the fall. It's a surface area. Thing. Mm, sure, exactly. That's Wind resistance. Brock's pumpkins are kind of gross. Right. Uh, yeah, so I will I will like to have a bite of it to be kind of transported back to childhood and trick-or-treating. And, you know, when I had a Ghostbusters costume and mm-hmm. it had a proton pack with a, a foam laser that spun around when I pumped it. And, you know, to that one Halloween where I I was dressing up a little too old and was like the only one in my class who dressed Living up. Living that Stranger Things 2 life. Yeah, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert, there's Halloween in it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think I like to have two for that reason, but then any more, any corns or brocks beyond that become disgusting to me. What about you, Virginia? What do you think? If I have my choice, mm-hmm. I like to have an indigenous people's corn. Mm-hmm. Uh it's got the chocolate base. Thank you. And and it's a little more it's a little more just like less sugar over the head. Um, I do like to make vampire teeth out of them if I can, if sure. I have the time, sure. if the, the right. schedule allows. Um, <clears throat> my mother it's is It's a busy time of year. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is a mallow cream uh, addict. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. It rips yeah. it rips families apart. And there's no Trump keeps saying that he's going to declare a national <laughs> it's emergency. A lot of, right? It's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of jabber jaw. There's no. Oh, no, Jesse, no you're thinking of uh, over the counter opioids. <laughs> Got it. Is there a different... prescription opioids? Um, so yeah, if you uh, have I mean, caused... I would say the biggest crisis is you can't get opioids over the counter. Yeah, give me some opioids. Exactly. <laughs> Candy count this corn. Out. There's no separation. But yeah, if you if you for whatever reason unlock my mother's trunk on the first of November, mm. it is uh the 
of her car. Not yes, uh, it's, it's just full of of, of um, discount candy corn that she then freezes and tries to maintain oh uh, the rest of the year. Yeah, that but does she, sound like a problem. She she'll eat um, Valentine's Day mallow creams, mm-hmm. the cupids and hearts. Uh, but of course, fall you have the fall festival assortment after Halloween proper. Uh, she's she's a maniac. My wife loves them, mm-hmm. candy corns, candy corns, mm-hmm. loves them to death. And I thought, I'm gonna be honest, I thought I was cooler than that. Mm. Um, I thought, look, I'm a sophisticated mm-hmm. adult. Urbane. I don't exactly urbane precisely. I've worn a neckerchief from time to time, mm-hmm. and I don't need. I don't need children's candies. Sure. Children's holiday novelty candies. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I'll only... You have the thrill you get from fox hunting. Exactly. That's the, I mean, I mean, that's what the is, sweetest. What is the modern sophisticate... Is, is it, are you a Toffee Faye man? Is this a score type oh. conversation? Like, what is the adult yeah. candy then? Um, would sir like a score? <laughs> sir like to settle the bill and uh, then settle I, a score? Pardon me, one whatchamacallit, if you please. Score and Heath bars, the difference is packaging. It's all marketing. It's sure. bullshit. Like, uh, wow. Open it You're a up score like, truther. Open, yeah, open your eyes. <laughs> wow. Score is just for toffee. It's Heath bar for people who like Game of Thrones. That's all it is. Wow. So I... A few years ago, my wife started buying them. My, wait, wait, wait. my wife has much more of a sweet tooth than I. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I love ice cream, but candy, I'm, I like fine. I, I'm not going to turn it away, but I don't care that much. Um, and my wife would bring it home around the when it's available in stores. She'd pay full price for it as well as buy a discount afterwards. And I started eating it, and I was like, uh oh. I think I really like candy corn. Mm, wow. And now I get like upset when pe- – because candy corn is like a go-to thing to whinge about. Sure. You know, it's, it's like, like the, word, the word moist, <laughs> the yeah. band smash mouth, and candy corn. These are punchlines that we've agreed on as a culture. And I, I'm like, I think it's good. It might be because – this is a one theory sure. I have in my head – is that I – uh, I'm not supposed to eat chocolate because it's a mm-hmm. migraine trigger for me. So I will eat – sometimes I will eat a little bit of cho- a chocolate something. Um, but but I love chocolate and I can't just eat chocolate bars. So I'm left with fruit candies and most fruit candies I do not like or care about. And I think that a candy corn has the same – Fullness of flavor Let's of a chocolate feel. candy. Should we say mouthfeel? Let's all say mouthfeel. As three people who have worn neckerchiefs from time to time, we should <laughs> yeah. probably be saying mouthfeel more often. Probably should be saying mouthfeel. Yeah, so there's I a like body it. to it. I'm speaking up <laughs> right. on its behalf, and I'm I'm and I would love to have your mother's phone number. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, she can be your dealer. Yeah. <laughs> so you were driving. I hear you, you got those sweet some some mallows. Yeah, I hear you yeah. got a, a bead on some got corn. A, you got a mallow yeah. cream, yeah. mallow yeah. cream connection. Although yeah. it is, mallow cream is like, the, but it's like it's like the cotton candy of of candy. It's because it's all it's all sugar and nothing. It's just nothing. Well, just again, nothing. speaking of all sugar and nothing else, my wife also brought home. Who's my son's birthday? Mm-hmm. Uh, we put into the. Um, Goodie bags, but somehow my wife bought like three bag, three bags of fun size. So there's a ton left over. Nerds mm. Mm. and uh, 
Jesse's PSA for jocks. Nerds are for eating, not for beating. <laughs> wow. Nerds are really good. Yeah. I remember them being really good. And Instead like, of dunking a, a nerd's head in a toilet, yeah. why don't you dunk some candy nerds in a glass of milk? <laughs> I mean, that'd be, how would you dunk them? They're so small. Yeah, just, I mean. Just well, pour, he means pour With them a in. tweezer. Would you he pour them in and then drink the uh, milk? Yeah. Would yeah. you drink the milk? And then it becomes crazy rainbow milk and you can sell it to Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nerds, that's a, that's a tangy candy. Um. It's correct. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Confirmed. Um, yeah, the, the Willy Wonka company does, does great, great work. G- great work over there at the Wonka company. Uh, so glad that he liberated those Oompa Loompas. Yeah. yeah. From yeah. their native time. land. It was, and well, brought them to be slaves in England. You can really taste the oppression. Yeah, in every handful of nerds candy, you can taste the, glad. He's really he's created a sort of, you know. Yeah, and I like how he, um, you know, he gave my son who watched too much TV what for. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, him really lesson. turned him around. You know what? I, I if by I, turning him into a blueberry, I forget what happened to that, that one. He he got little. Oh, that's and right. And he went into out. the TV. Oh, sure. guys, you can I can I share just a quick message with Willy Wonka yeah. if he's listening? An I don't know letter. if you're listening. Yeah, I don't know if he's listening. I want a goose that lays golden eggs mm. for Easter. Mm. That's my message to Willy Wonka. Well, cross he's given fingers. us a lot, but I want a goose that lays. I golden I think you're going to get some Easter. sort of ironic comeuppance. We'll see. Seems unlikely to me. So you yes. guys like trivia. Yes, yes, yes. That's something I understand. Yes. I can't get enough. (laughs) If it matters, keep it away from me. (laughs) So Veruca Salt in the film, she wanted the Golden Goose. Mm -hmm. She's a spoiled so-and-so. Yes. Of course, a very great lady band named after her. Everybody knows that. That's not trivia. That's known. I already know what trivia you're going to say. Is my daughter's elementary school music teacher the lady from that band? Yes. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, she's really cool. Uh, but Vruca Salt means wart remover in England. Oh. It's a joke in a joke in a joke. I the first my first time in London, I went to Boots drugstore because that's where the punks bought hairspray, and I just died like everything. Let me find it, uh, and they had something called Veruca Salt. I'm like, well, that's funny. It's like whenever English people come here, they're like, "Where's your CVS?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've heard I so have, much about sure. CVS. I have, Give me one of those long receipts. <laughs> How long can a receipt possibly be? Let me find the alleyway where David Bowie took that photograph. <laughs> Uh, but Verucas is a wart, and salt is the remover for the wart. Oh, boy. Oh, Verucas. Wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. I got a bad case of the penis Verucas. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound a little more fun. <laughs> Can I say, I just want to say about the woman that teaches the, the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she does it as a volunteer. It continues, the band is extant and still touring. I mm-hmm. believe that's still how she makes sure. her living. It is out of the kindness of her heart that she does this. Mm-hmm. She's a wonderful teacher. Uh, I didn't want people will... to think I was making fun of her like she had... Like, oh, no. she used to be in a band, but now she's teaching. No, she's a wonderful teacher who does it out of the And I will say that the guy from the Spin Doctors did a great job of valeting my car the other day. <laughs> yes. And I think he's doing it because he has to. Yes. Uh, the original drummer of Smash Mouth slid into my DMs on Twitter last week. Oh, my. Yeah. Original drummer. Not original this, drummer. Not, not this Johnny-come-lately they no. have now. The guy, who, a... the guy who drummed on All-Star. Correct. Okay. Do you have Now, do you have totally open DMs or just to former members of Smash Mouth? 
accurate. That, I just, it's just like it's just I been a trap, like laying weight. Exactly. You now. can you can choose. You can right. pick and choose. Yeah. No, that's kind of yeah. Nice. He used to be Sugar in Smash Ray, Mouth. Yes. No. Sure. <laughs> he used to be in Smash Lips, Mouth. Basis only. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be in Smash Mouth, but then his back hurt so badly he had to uh, stop and take a bunch of pills. Oh. Uh, but I, I teach at very fancy schools mm-hmm. in my other in one of my other five jobs, which is uh, chess coach and D and D. Uh, teacher, mm-hmm. which is something you can teach children. Now, that's not a dungeon master. You don't call yourself a dungeon master. I also master. am a dungeon master. Okay, but dungeon these are two mistress? separate. Do you we, know, we've never dungeon dealt master into that. gendered? Hmm. Mm. I, I, I like to keep it master. I, like I call it, it a dungeon mast X. <laughs> <laughs> sure, right. Uh, a dungeon uh, supervision person. Right, that's nice. But Everyone can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I told you. Hey, this will be fun for Dungeon Master dogs. Yeah. No, you're right. (laughs) I was teaching D&D at a very fancy school in uh, West Hollywood. And, uh, you know, the the sign for the the class is outside the classroom. And in the most on-brand stop-in ever, uh, Patton Oswalt pressed his face against the glass, (laughs) took out an actual camera like a dad, took a couple dad pictures... And and refused to be waved into the room to talk to the kid about orcs. Uh, he was just excited to see the nerds of tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Um, do do modern kids take to D and I guess I my understanding of it, uh, which I think people are always surprised to hear, is uh, pretty casual. I've never played a game of D and D, despite how I look and act and present and present. Yes, uh, which is to say, Vin Diesel Sure, yes, Diesely, yeah. little Diesely. Um, so yeah, but it seems like D and D is a very kind of slow game that is mostly played in one's brain. Is today's tech savvy YouTube Snapchat? I can't take my eyes off my little hypno box kid. Are they are they in tune to this world of D and D, which is maybe a little bit slower and uh, more cerebral? In my opinion, D and D is trending. Mm-hmm. Partially as a reaction to that stuff, mm-hmm. it's a place where kids can learn to tell stories. And, you know, the, the function of D&D really is to make each kid a hero of their adventure. And so the kids in my class, many of them, their dads are D&D nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then some of them seem to come come by it, like, honestly, you know, on their own. Um, and, yeah, in an environment where a lot of your friends are online, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun way for kids to interact, like, in the room. IRL. Yeah, IRL, man. Hmm. It's, it, it's just like how mean? music is Sorry. constantly vacillating. Sorry, what, is, what does that mean? Oh, IRL? Yeah. Uh, it means down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> if you wanted to let somebody know you're down to fuck. You say IRL? IRL. Let's meet, let's meet IRL. That's sure. accurate. That's truer than you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like how, it's like how you, music listen, is sometimes always... Sometimes the... <laughs> Sorry, for the, the drummer of Smash Mouth. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's vacillating between the electronic and the, the acoustic. You know, yes. like like... Instruments versus like the shift between yeah doing virtual activities and real activities. Virginia, here's here's my yeah. feeling about it. I don't I don't care for the kids of today. Mm. Um, I'll tell you why. It's because they've destroyed chilies by not going to it enough. <laughs> yes. And Applebee's. And Applebee's. Now I have to go to the airport to get my chili. <laughs> sure. And that's just chilies too. That's a chilies too. That's not a real chilies. Not a real chilies. Limited menu. Limited menu. Experience is part of the. Uh, the ambiance, the mise en scène. Mm-hmm. Um, I... The awesome, blossom. 
Ça, c'est Arthur Blossom. Friend. Bonjour. Bonjour. Je voudrais une Ossem Blossom, s'il vous plaît, avec le petit... Euh... <rire> une sauce. Une sauce dans euh, le petit... Euh, ouais, euh... Sauce in the middle <rire> Une ranch. Mm -hmm. Je voudrais une ranch, s'il vous plaît. I don't like Very the kids of today. Very good French. Because they're so busy getting together with others mm. to play Dungeons and Dragons, so busy writing out their character descriptions with pencils, they'll never know what the real experience of Dungeons and Dragons is, which is to be a friendless nine year old. Mm. Using your mother's IBM PC XT to play The Secret of the Silver Blades mm. on a CGA monitor. They'll never understand the heartbreak, but the inevitability of being eaten by a Gru in Zork. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, they've been robbed of that. Yeah. yeah. I think kids these days just think Gru is the leader of the minions. <laughs> they don't even know that he's... They don't even know. Yeah. They don't even know. He's a Zork figure. We'll be back yeah. in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We are brought to you this week. By folks who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate, like every week, but also by our friends at Blue Apron, hey. manufacturers of blue aprons. Hey, and not only that, and not that, <laughs> but they also have uh, wonderful, delicious meal boxes that are mailed right to your house. Yeah, it, 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 helps, you, uh, it helps you get better at cooking. Mm-hmm. It helps you enjoy cooking more. If you're already good at cooking, all the ingredients are pre-measured. The recipe's right there. It's going to be delicious, and they get it. They get each of their ingredients from a, a nice special place. And uh, and uh, this time of year, mm -hmm. uh, they're doing special Thanksgiving themed side kits. Oh, for Thanksgiving. So apparently, their slogan this month isn't. Let me at them cakes. As it is every other month. But it's let me at them turkeys. <laughs> that's also that's also their slogan when they're stranded on a desert island and they look at a coconut. Right, yeah. Let me at that turkey. Turkey? They think it might be a turkey. They yeah. see a turkey their friend's even head though or something. they're Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first meal with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JJGo. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. It's blueapron.com slash JJGo. Hey, you know, here's something fun about Blue Apron that I like that I don't think we talk about enough. What's that? Is that you, they mail you these recipes. You can save that recipe and make it again. Yeah. I'm remaking Blue Apron re recipes left and right. Yeah, Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. We also have something up on the Jumbotron yeah. this week. That's our personal messaging system here at the ballpark. Uh, this is for Cairo from Gabby. Happy ha birthday, Cairo. I wouldn't be much of a girlfriend if I didn't get your favorite comedians to eh. say your... <laughs> He's like, well, Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> sure, but he doesn't have a Jumbotron service. Right. Uh, the time we spent together. McElroy's are booked for McElroy's the rest of the are year. Booked, yeah, so even if you're going to expand it to comedy, not not, not direct people sure. to do comedy stuff who maybe aren't technically comedians. Yeah. yeah, 
Hey, we're happy to do it. We're happy to be on that short list. Yeah. Uh, the time we've spent together has been some of the best time of my life, and I'm so excited for a future with you. Thanks for making me laugh and making me feel like home. Have the happiest birthday, Cairo. That's really sweet. A lot of fun. I like that it sort of implies that she does not like us. <laughs> that, is, that is most, I, I feel like I hear from a lot of, uh, a lot of significant others of listeners to the show who say that we're not really their cup of tea, uh-huh. but we, they appreciate how much their significant other likes us. Yeah. You know, my wife and I have been married for 10 years, mm-hmm. despite how many times I've told her something funny Jimmy Pardo said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we got a commercial Jumbotron too, right, Jesse? Yeah, we do. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm a longtime listener and fan. I've tried a lot of podcasts. Yours is the only one that I've stuck with. I wanted to mention my new horror novel, uh, Loved Bubble, by the way. Any news on that? There's a little, that's a little nod to you, Jordan. Sure, thank you. To your unproduced pilot script. Well, let me just say, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here goes. Father Niccolo Palladina is tasked with investigating demonic activity in the town of Everett, Washington. Mm-hmm. Specificity. He discovers that things are worse than he could ever imagine, and he'll be left with one terrible question. What is my faith worth? Oh, my gosh. The drama. It's called The Everett Exorcism. You can visit bit.ly slash to learn more and get your copy. And to hear our parodies of... Gautier's someone I used to know. (laughs) The Everett Exorcism today. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. And uh, if you want to advertise on Jordan, Jesse, go just drop us an email, Teresa at MaximumFun.org. And I also want to mention that I am the proprietor of the Put This On Shop, the world's best place to buy... Literally anything, Jordan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Better than Amazon.com? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we, we're sort of, I, I like to, I, I just, we just closed our second round of funding. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at ourselves as disrupting Amazon. Disrupting the disruptors yeah, is the new that, thing. take that, assholes. Here in Silicon Valley. No, seriously, folks. It's a place to buy vintage home goods and giftwares. Um, really fantastic things ranging from uh, jewelry to decor items, uh, all of which are handpicked by me. Um, I'm a second-generation antiques dealer, as it turns Mm -hmm. out, and you can find all of it at PutThisOnShop.com. I think you will find something perfect. If it's a Maybe it's a little pin or a little uh, jewel or a pair of cufflinks um, or one of our clothing products like a pocket square or a scarf. Um, you can find them all at PutThisOnShop.com. And if you use the code Tuppies, you get free shipping. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, I'm Virginia Jones. I uh, Did I mention that it was my son Oscar's birthday? I did, because we were talking about the nerds. Mm-hmm. My son Oscar... Hey, sorry I got him all those dogs. That <laughs> <laughs> so was a thoughtless gift to spring on you in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure you'll have fun taking care of them. <laughs> Most of them are Springer Spaniels. That's right, yeah. I um... Incontinent Springer Spaniels. Well, that <laughs> is... I got them from a special... <laughs> 
uh, a special shelter that deals in incontinent dogs who live a long time. I, um, I actually, this is like literally exactly what I wanted to broach, which mm-hmm. is, uh, Virginia, I don't know if you're a parent yourself, but you sounds like you work with children to some extent. I've certainly seen them before. I, uh, today's, uh, today's children's birthday parties, mm-hmm. at, at least, uh, in among my children's peer group are, are a very intense situation that involve 100% rate of jumper rental. Mm-hmm. But you can't have one without a bouncy castle of some sort. Yeah, and but also like other venues are being rented, entertainment is being hired, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And also, uh, in contrast to when I was a kid, you, you are obliged to invite everyone in the class. Mm-hmm. So the birthday party is always 20 people. No matter what, there's 20 children there because you've invited, a, you know, it's a 25-person class or whatever. And I don't – like when you, when you have three children, your house fills up with things you don't want. You don't want them to be there. Like you have this vision that your child just plays with blocks all day. But really what's happening is people are like just in the mail, Transformers are appearing. No matter what you do, Transformers come. And you can't – because they go to all these other birthday parties, there's things that you can do to keep your children from getting birthday presents. Like say like instead of giving out presents, we're going to have a book swap or like we're going to have a – give a present to a charity or whatever. But you can't functionally – you have to have such an extraordinary commitment to the principle of the thing mm-hmm. in order to deny your children presents when they're going to so many other parties and they know all the other kids get to keep the presents. And my distaste for the presents does not meet that level. Sure. Like, You're, I don't want them. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do the work to not have them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The emotional work, by which I mean crushing my children. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like specifically. Right. So you get all these presents and you don't really want the presents, but a lot Have of. Have you thought about just becoming Jehovah's Witnesses? I know. And then. That's a, a one stop shop. You it have a... would be so easy. Yeah. Your I kids love prints. <laughs> yeah. Say. <laughs> Not to mention Larry Graham of Graham Central Station and Sly and the Family Stone. Sure. So I. Most of the parents do a, do, a, do a perfectly fine job of getting presents for the kids. Mm. They get Legos, basically. Yeah. And I'm not nuts about the extent to which Legos are now just about weird brand tie-ins. Sure. And not building stuff. Um, or like if you are building something, you're only building a Spider-Man car or whatever. You don't like that your kids are building the um, uh, the forensics lab from Mindhunter? <laughs> I prefer they did it. Yeah. Right. It becomes props more than edumacation. Sure. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, it, it's still like, a, you know, Legos are fun. You know, I got no problem with Legos. A wonderful present that a, that a parent will get you sometimes is a book. Sure. Oh, I'd love to get a I book. I think in the, yeah, in the, rare, in the rare occasion that I am invited to a child's birthday party, which is rare but occasional these days, I'm always going book. It's the, if you get an age-appropriate book, it's a home run Every single time. Here's the reasons. Number one, uh, people like to pretend books are good for you. I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm ambivalent about that. I think podcasts are good for you, definitely. But books, eh. But the nice thing about them is they fit. No matter what house it is, it's easy to put a book in it. 
It just sits in a bookshelf. Or under the leg of an uneven table. Exactly. There's no downside to a book. I would rather get I would rather get a Jehovah's Witness book. Mm-hmm. A Bible. Than a <laughs> you mean a Bible. Well, no, like a like a tract. Oh, sure. I would rather get a Jehovah's Witness as a non-Jehovah's Witness. I would rather get a Jehovah's Witness themed tract mm-hmm. than most of the toys. But mostly mostly it's like these parents in this school South Pasadena, California. It's nice kind of uh, a nice kind of very, very – pretty normal but very lightly crunchy parents. Like it's sort of like you know, they go to the nice toys, the independent toy store and they pick out something nice. You know, that's fine. Somehow this year we got the worst – and I want to clarify. Mm-hmm. In case these parents are listening or something like that, I love these parents. That's part of why I'm so baffled. This is the most wonderful. They have a kid, an older kid that w- was in preschool with my oldest child, and their younger kid is in preschool with my younger child, and they're among my favorite parents. You bang at the same rate. That I've been forced to be friends with. <laughs> yeah, you guys have synced your bang schedules. Yeah. They're, they're, like a chore wheel. They're wonderful people. And I can only presume that this gift was given to us because it was given to them and was unwanted. Okay. White elephant yet. But they got a dinosaur. The dinosaur is called Dinosaur Century. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the dinosaur. And it is the worst gift that I have that anyone in my family has ever received in our What's entire What's about about this dinosaur, man? It sounds like a pretty great dinosaur. People, For, kids love dinosaurs, man. Yeah. Number one, the worst part, this is probably the worst part overall, my son Oscar loves the shit out of it. Mm, sure. His favorite toy he's ever gotten in his entire fucking life. Okay. It is like a grotesque plastic dinosaur that does a kind of roller skating motion with its feet mm. that moves it forward while its tongue, it has its mouth open and its tongue sticking grotesquely out. Its tongue blinks red. Its eyes blink orange. And it makes an otherworldly. Uh, there's it's so loud the sound, so loud it just goes okay. like. Ah! You, over and over, it doesn't it never your, stops. Your kids are not supposed to learn about dinosaur sounds. So yeah, that's that's a scientifically accurate sound. If there's one thing I know, it's uh, dinosaur vocalizations, well, and that was that sounds pretty spot on. Guys, I don't mean to point out the headline on this box that says "realistic dinosaur sound." Yes, <laughs> they've researched. They've done the research. Mm-hmm. It the says research. while walking, dinosaur eyes and tongue will glow. Let the children enjoy the dinosaur fun. Yeah, Jesse, listen Accurate. to the box. Look, they 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 wrote. Can we pass it around? I need to see this. Well, I have to. Art. I have to tell you guys. Okay. Uh, we just want to share. They asked share. Daniel Day Lewis, "What does a dinosaur sound sure. like?" And he made he, that noise. He went into the woods for three years, and when he came out, he had nine oh, pairs of wow. shoes. Oh wow! I think that we should have one of the states. There's mm-hmm. fifty states. One of the states, one of the more empty states, like a Montana or an Idaho, that's where parents are sent who – or people overall, not just parents, anyone who gives a child a gift that makes noise. Do you think we have some like 
I mean, I'm guessing in our audience, we have some people who are like DIY types, life hacks, that sort of thing. Is there Seems some unlikely? Is there some nice, you know, nerd hobbyist you can mail it to, and then they can mail it back, uh, and they have rigged it to sing the Cars for Kids jingle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Would you I prefer e, that? I e upgraded it. Yes. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Yeah. Now, Jordan, you've always been a, you've always been the biggest dinosaur enthusiast in my life. Love them. Uh, you you love dinos, pterosaurs. You yeah. bet. Is he going to be supplanted by your own progeny, though? Well, I just wanted to share. <laughs> I would hate I, that. It, maybe I wanted to share some facts about Tyrannosaurus Rex from the box mm-hmm. of Dinosaur some Century. Some great, some great facts. Uh, also known as Tyrannosaurus Rex. The scientific name, Tyrannosaurs, comma, Rex. So that's one fact. That's good. Yeah. That's true. It's not not true. Uh, mean, brutal lizard king. Mm. So that's, that's fair. Is known carnivorous dinosaurs and most. It's <laughs> another fact about uh, dinosaurs straight off the dinosaur century box. One of the famous dinosaurs... They are carnivorous dinosaurs appeared at the latest. Where, what, Those are some great facts. What country did they get this in? Dinosaur country? Dinos, probably dinosaur country. Dino century. It sounds yeah. like a K-pop band. Is the, say, yeah. is, now, this is something that you probably, uh, you probably knew this because mm-hmm. you actually took dinosaur class at UC Santa Cruz, right? I don't think I took that. No, I missed Dinosaur Class. I think I took Violent Universe for my Okay, that. for your weird science yeah, credit yeah, that sure. you were required to get to graduate from college. Well, maybe maybe there's something you remember from your childhood studying mm-hmm. dinosaur books. Sure. Um, but is the largest and most Kong Wayuli species probably the world? Sure. And also, yeah. do not put in mouth. <laughs> and finally, the strongest known predators. Mm-hmm. So that's just a few facts about Tyrannosaurus Rex, Dinosaur Century. Mm. I learned something interesting about the T-Rex. What's that? Just the other week, I was at uh, the Natural History Museum, um, which I feel self-conscious about it because I don't, as it turns out, have a child at all. Right, but you were there to creep. Exactly. Uh, I was there to look at the spider pavilion, which is what happens when all the butterflies get old and then they just bring a bunch of spiders and eat the butterflies and then it's a spider pavilion like for the season. Um, that's fun. But yeah, that T-Rex. Nice. That's the kind of thing. Do you get a, Do you get that in an email newsletter for goth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's spider pavilion time. And you, get, you go, you get your goth card punch, check yeah. out the spiders. Um, and uh, the T-Rex in, in, in many public arts uh, depicted standing on its big meaty hind legs with its useless little hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Again, this has been covered. But actually, uh, the, it, now they think um, he... He kind of was lowered to the ground, that he used his tail to balance, and he was much more uh, a horizontal dinosaur. That's the weird thing about dinosaurs and why you shouldn't restrict your children from learning about them is that the facts are always changing. Like, yes. Like, it, you know, like when I found out that Brontosaurus was not actually like a, a separate uh, species, um, I felt like the, the dinosaur rug had been pulled out from under me. You know, the velociraptors didn't really exist, you know, the way they sure. were depicted in the film. I didn't it's know. It's a much larger, larger dinosaur yeah. called the Deinonychus or I- Deinonychus. I didn't know until that's we... That's how I like to say it. He's the I, one that likes grapes and revelry. I didn't... <laughs> no, that's Dionysus you're thinking of. Um, I didn't... But they did have orgies. They were... Yeah. They are the most orgy-prone of the dinosaurs. The Deinonychus. Um, yes. I didn't know until we got this gift 
that Tyrannosaurus Rex, the famous uh, king of the terrible mm-hmm. lizards, mm-hmm. roller skated by moving its right. legs yeah. and its forward and backward, would glow like weird. Like weird horizontal pistons. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the tongue. The glowing tongue was to attract plankton. Yeah, <laughs> I knew about its lair. I knew about its harsh digital <laughs> scream. I as a um, <laughs> as a kid who did that, a- I knew about. Mm-hmm. That's that's common knowledge. Is that it has a the sort of the sort of sound quality to its scream right. that a pocket fart machine has. <laughs> 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 um, as a kid who basically only had dinosaur books. Could I get one of those Neil Young high-fidelity dinosaurs? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, right. They're, recorded, they're all recorded at Jack White's house. Fun yeah. fact. All the dinosaur screams. Uh, can I get it in Og Vorbis, please? Um, it's called Dono. Yeah. <laughs> as a, uh, and I, I, as a kid, remember all of those things, all of those, we've learned something new about dinosaurs, this is wrong. And then going back in the old books and with the wrong facts, yeah. for instance, calling an apatosaurus a brontosaurus and just being like, fuck, what does it all mean? It really just like... Flip the table. Yeah, it's amazing as yeah. a kid to read a book and think that it's wrong. I am only one year younger than you, mm-hmm. and I feel like I missed all those corrections. Like I feel like all those corrections happened maybe in... 1990, I was nine and you were eight. Yeah, and so they got to you, but I, I was, I was already reading chapter books or yeah, something. Sure. Like with some tiny diff, some tiny cultural difference. It's like how I talked to someone in their early 30s, and uh, I don't know anything about Power Rangers. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Oof. Um, I think we, uh, we skipped ahead. Yeah. And we were going to hear something about driving a lift. I can't believe that you guys got Halloween. off topic. That's I, never no, happened before. Right. Yeah. Again, this, this is first the first time this is a whole new show. We're as laser like as a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> <in> extended tongue. <laughs> Skating along like the T Rex <laughs> skated along the ocean floor <laughs> looking for plankton. <laughs> In a kind of a, but in a low to the ground way. Right. Imagine right, right. that yeah. more harsh and compressed <laughs> and louder. Tinny and yet Weirder louder. L- right. Right. My One wife. Eight, seven, seven cars for kids. <laughs> My wife almost kicked our child out of the house. She was so upset this morning. We've had this thing for like eight hours. Mm. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Batteries come out. I know. I, we're going to lose the batteries. The thing is, is like when it be, when it's, the problem is when it's a hit. Right. When it's a failure, it doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. But when it's a hit, that's when it becomes a problem because they notice. I could throw away half my children's toys. In fact, I do this frequently. I'll just throw away toys mm-hmm. and just hope that they don't notice. And they rarely do. But it's because I know which ones they're on right mm. now. <laughs> like if I threw away uh, – if I threw away uh, – Professor Squid or whatever the fuck he's called from the Octonauts mm. right now, nobody would notice. No. Sure, because they're over it. They're over that shit. Yeah. Old news. So if yeah. I tried to toss that dino. Toy cycle. They'd yeah. be like, where's my century beast? <laughs> my, uh, my nephew, uh, when he was, I think, two or three, got super stoked on a um, – a very festive Christmas chipmunk that sang "We wish you a Merry Christmas" and he did a little dance. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Christ. And wow. um, and and like my sister refuses to oh. change the batteries. She hid it in a closet for some several days sure. before he demanded that it return. And then by the time this is after Christmas. At well, this no. Point. By the time I got down for Christmas, um, it was doing this creepy. 
Because she's not replacing them batteries. Sure. She's not going to. She wants to watch it die. She can't wait. Mm. I yeah. would rather, I would love to listen to the like sad, broken down version of that dinosaur sound. Yeah. Like, like a Chris, it would be more like a keeper. Tom Waits intro. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, like, yes, they're all just Tom Waits songs sped up. <laughs> and when the batteries start to die, you just get to hear Tom Waits songs in their entirety. Yeah, it's yeah. like how they made those lightsaber sounds by banging wrenches on mm, cables. Sure. Right. Spoing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you were driving. driving lift. You were driving yeah. uh, in your fourth job. Yeah. After comic, uh, grind, Dungeons man. and Dragons Hustle. teacher, etc. You were driving on the big party night of Halloween this year. What's it, a, what's the scene like, man? Um, driving Saturday night, uh, it's a lot of money, so you got to do it. Um, but you always kind of feel like a bartender. I'm always the most sober person in the car. And uh, and then Halloween and, you know, like the drinking holidays, like times a thousand. And um, it is it is it is a bigger shit show, you would say, yeah. as a as a professional. Yeah. As a professional tender to people who are in the middle of a shit show, would you say it is it is a that much greater a shit show than a St. Patrick's Day or a Cinco de Drinco? Cinco de Drinco is the lowest on the shit show. Sure, uh, out, of, out of that list. What makes Halloween an extra special shit show is you've got not only people who are drinking uh, as much as their bodies can hold, but they're also wearing somewhat unwieldy costumes. Sure. Right. Um, they are in high density population areas. Like I tried to do uh, our famous West Hollywood uh, party a couple years ago, and it's impossible because the drunks can't find you, and they keep going, "I'm on Santa Monica," and like <laughs> it's a big street. Like, and, and you can't drive on the street because it's closed. So, like, you, it, it, like, if you go at four in the morning, like, there's just like a, a de- devil with his horns broken and missing a shoe and crying, and his phone is dead. It's like a sudden, like, very glamorous homeless population. <laughs> uh, last year, I had a mermaid uh, who was wearing like the mermaid skirt, so tied together at the ankles, but in great big horseshoes. And um, broke her nose on the way to the car. Huge, uh, huge horseshoes. Huge horse, horseshoes with with the mermaid skirt and also drunk. Hor- and that's a horse horseshoes. Mm-hmm. Hor- hewer, <laughs> like a hewer. Okay. Great, big, like a like a horse would wear. Sure. Exactly. Got great it. big, great big sparkly platform. Like a real, like a horse, sexy, like a real sexy yeah. horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braided, like a real high heels make your calves, baby cows look sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then so uh, I've learned a couple things driving on Halloween. One, uh, if you meet a couple dressed as Batman and Catwoman, they are the worst people. Attracts, uh, just attracts. the worst douchebags. Is that a worse DC couple than Joker and Harley Quinn, I wonder? I oh, think wow. so. I think so because Joker and Harley Quinn at least have some sort of all something to them. Batman and like Catwoman. They're probably ner- – I feel like it's right, more, that's a little a, nerdier. Like I think you, the problem with Batman and – like certainly Joker and Harley Quinn appeals to the worst of nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. However, Batman and Catwoman, you're talking about the worst of humans. <laughs> right. The, the Batman attracts people who already have the chest. They don't need the rubber chest, you sure. know, and they just want to show it off. Right. Um, and just general people yeah. who think that their calling is to be a sociopath. <laughs> right. Like, I would make a great sociopath. <laughs> I am heartless and sure. enjoy violence. If only yeah. I could get out of this real estate rut. Yeah. 
Uh, my favorite costume last night was a very cute Ken and Chun Li from Street Fighter. Mm. Cute, cute, cute. Ken, I thought was going to throw up. Um, I had a good discussion. Chun Li was cool though. Chun Li, was, she was <laughs> she right. She was right. Cool. She's, she's the babysitter. She had, she had yeah. her act together. She had her act together. Well, she's the strongest woman in the world. Exactly. As she'll tell you in her taunt screen. Immediately, she'll tell you. Um, I drove. Uh, I, yeah, but I, I I dig costumes. I dig making them. I dig wearing them. I dig talking to other people about them. I like one thing I like about being a driver is I can tell from across the street what about your costume is not working. Um, but I do you give notes. <laughs> sometimes I will give notes if I think they're too drunk to notice. Um, but yeah, but also yeah. So heavy drinking night can be kind of a disaster. My first weird thing was at 10 p.m. I saw a car stopped in the middle of an intersection in Carson. Not having had a collision, car is on, but the man is just passed out over the steering wheel inside at like 10 p.m. And I thought, that's above average. Yeah. Can I ask you guys a question about costumes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Adulthood and costumes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went to uh, the carnival of the Howling Wolves. Right. Mount Washington Elementary School what Halloween is, Bash. Okay, that's what it's called. How are those Carnival, Carnival of the, the Howling? That's a it great had some name. Branding concerns. I think what happened is it's been called, it's been called the Pumpkin Bash or mm-hmm. something, or sure. the Halloween Smash. Mm-hmm. Sure, the graveyard, the graveyard smash. Yeah, for, and they were sued by Bobby for, Boris Pickett for decades, and then someone came up with. He says that infringes on my song, the Monster Swim. Sure. The follow-up to the Monster Bash. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that name for a long time, and I think at some point over the past calendar year, someone thought of the Carnival of the Howling Wolves, Yeah, and it was too good not to use, but they didn't want to get rid of the old one, so they just put them to both on up. the flyer. And then boom, sued yeah. by Warren Zevon. <laughs> so this Back is an from event. the grave to sue you. <laughs> yeah. This is an event on the schoolyard. Did Bobby Boris Pickett outlive Warren Zevon, or are they both dead? I doubt. I, I'm going to call Boris Bobby Boris. He's got to be dead. He's got to be gone. Gotta be. I mean, he's hard, saying that. Hard living. He's saying that whole series of uh, farewell songs on Letterman when he got cancer. <laughs> Sorry, that's Warren It's also Warren Zevon. Also Warren Zevon. Um, so. Yeah, when you get Monster Mash money, it goes right up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's. he's for some reason, I had the idea that he uh, spent it all on nasal spray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, chronic sinusitis. Mm-hmm. So he spent it on nasal spray. Um, what were your high points of the festival? Well, I had a, I had a, I had a perfectly lovely mm-hmm. time talking to my fellow parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. I like – on the one hand, I dislike parent friends mm-hmm. because I don't want to be friends with them. However, I like parent friends because I'm obliged to be friends with them and it forces me to overcome my my general misanthropy. Mm, sure. And like, there are people who listen to boring shit about your kid as if it's interesting because you will do the same favor for them. Or they anticipate that I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, I was, you know, I had some nice nice chats with some other dads and – just, you know, the whole thing gotcha. is really – it's just about trying to keep – prevent meltdowns. Like, you know that meltdowns will happen, but you just want to truncate them and avoid them and, you know, at every turn. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I, I, I had a really nice time. But I was struck 
that a solid 20% of parents were wearing full Halloween costumes at the mm-hmm. event, mm-hmm. which seems like both too much and not enough. What do you mean? How do you mean not enough? Well, 20% is low. Oh, if right. Oh, you're talking costumes, percentage. I think you were talking about level of enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, 20% of the people there. Right. The adults there are wearing costumes. And it, the costumes were generally full costumes. Definitely some of them were like the store-bought kind, which I think mm. I I feel like I'm I have some ambivalence about adult costumes in general, but I feel like if you're going to the Target to buy an adult Halloween costume, you go to the state, that state that I was <laughs> describing where we're sending people who give children toys that make noise. Like out of here, I don't want to look, I don't right. want to cross, I don't want to make eye contact with you, anything. But I couldn't figure out whether, because it was 20%, it was too many to ignore. So then I felt like, that's too many. No, no one should be doing it. But it was enough that I was like, fuck, am I the asshole here? Like, these people are wearing costumes. Question part one. Children are involved. Are the costumes hooking into their kids' costumes? Are they family mm, costumes? Sure. No. No, Question, these are costumes okay. they love to wear. Their own thing. This is their, their Riddler suit thing. that Got they keep it. on hand. Question part two, are they going to a party later? Nah. Okay. Nah, they're not going to a party. They're not going to a party. Nope. They're just getting their Little Caesars pizzas. Ooh. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's Nothing. a party. That's a kind of. That's a party for your mouthfeel. Nothing but the best. There was a children's band that played. Mm. And they had the Rock of Fire explosion. These kids can't have been more than ten years old, and they had a Halloween set. That's rad. Three piece band. That's wow. really good. Drums, guitar, and vocal. Hmm. They sang uh, Voodoo Child. I remember they sang. Mm-hmm. They said they had a, Halloween a full... by the Misfits, and then yeah, <laughs> Halloween too. They had also like by a, the Misfits. They had like a five or six song Halloween set. They performed at this. That's great. It's like who is teaching them this? What weird stage dad? Yeah, <laughs> cool dad did it. Yeah. Anyway, I couldn't figure out whether I should be should have been or should not have been wearing a Halloween outfit. I was not. My my uh, parents were not Halloween parents, but we had some Halloween dads on our street. Boy, howdy! If you knew David Plotkin, and I know you guys do, I knew him. Intimately. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, you fucked my friend's dad growing up. <laughs> That's cool. Most people did. Yeah, no, I know. Well, Mr. Plotkin got around. You put the P in Plotkin. That's true. I just meant true. Take yeah. the P out and wave, yeah. and wave it around. I just meant that we shared secrets, Jordan. Oh. oh. Like we were, that intimacy. Like we were emotional intimacy. Yeah, emotional intimacy. Well. The other thing would be statutory rape. No, <laughs> no you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I implied. Um, you know, there were, there were families in the neighborhood who went big and I think my parents could, knew that I wished we were one of those families and they would occasionally cave and dress up and it, it really meant the world to me. I definitely really remember those Halloweens where my parents tried to dress up despite being, despite not being dress up people and it meant a lot. I'm wondering if the, you know, store-bought Iron Man's who are at your kid's school, is this is this to stoke out the kid? I See, I'm... It's like, I want to think that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to think that. And, like, 
If my kid said to me, Dad, will you wear your fox hat? And I, I do have a fox mm-hmm. hat because it would mean a lot to me. Maybe you could put on. Maybe you could put together. Maybe you could wear your corduroy suit. You'd be fantastic, Mister mm-hmm. Fox from the movie. Easily fantastic, Mister. Sure. Fox. I would say, of course. I'm not gonna. Sure. I don't think, and I'm basing this based on a sort of correlation between which parents it was and those few sort of PTA meetings I've attended. Mm. I think this is about the parents, not the kids. Mm. But isn't it okay for them to be Halloween people? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we get to adulthood, you're either a Halloween person or you're not. I grew up in it. There's no, there's no Halloween people in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Mm. The trick-or-treaters that came to our doors were exclusively gang members wearing one thing of costume mm-hmm. right. to get candy from you. Right. Like and they were yeah. 15 and three-quarter year right. olds threatening you a, for candy. With a mustache, yes. I understand. With a mustache and like a little – and like they drew with a red marker some blood. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking vampire, or whatever. Give me some fucking candy. Um, I aspire to be Halloween dad someday. Oh, really? I think it's something that I really would. I, I think I always saw it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I have not been Halloween person the past couple of years. And I look at it as, as a failure on my part. You could I put together. Halloweened. You could put together a little something. Sure. Right now. How many Halloween? For the kids. For, how many? for the children of West Hollywood. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those kids out and about. Uh, how, let, well, let's brainstorm a little bit now. Um, how many Halloween costumes are based on vans and shorts? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, there's original yeah. drummer from Smash Mouth. Sure, original <laughs> drummer from Smash Mouth. I can just spend the evening sliding it to people's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, my, my my human sister was always we were Halloween. Oh, a uh, pro skater who rolled his ankle and, and never got back. Never can't get back in the game. Right. Yeah. But who tried to make videos of other skaters, but they never really took off. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Anyway, he ended up getting an ad gig, and it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's fine. It's He's cool. got kids I can now. Still skate on the lives down in Costa Mesa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like surfing, not good at it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, my sister was a Halloween person because we're all Halloween people. Yeah, let's judge other people's surfing and. <laughs> And, uh, uh, you know, she complained the last couple of years that her friends were getting older and having kids and who weren't like who then the, then the the attention of Halloween people does move to the kids. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I, I'm dressed as a sexy cupcake. What am I supposed to do? But now that she has a kid, she's become one of the I'm like, do you realize what has happened to you? You've taken this path. But it's always a group costume. The baby's always this year. It was Beauty and the Beast. He's the Beast. She's Beauty. It's weird. Sure. Uh, but the one he wanted was even weirder. He's been obsessed with the new Annie. He wanted to be Daddy Warbucks and she'd be Annie. I'm like, that's just <laughs> fucked up. Oh, sure. That's, yeah. That, yeah. That can't continue. Seems weird. Yeah. Seems weird. Baby in a ball cap. Mm. Yeah. I don't – I think maybe social media has also influenced my feelings about Halloween. Like where – I up I completely perfectly beautifully understand that if you put a lot of work into your costume you want to put it on social media but I feel like the inundation with viral Halloween costumes mm-hmm. has led me to resent all Halloween costumes. Okay. And I just want I feel like I want to see more hobos out there. More classic Halloween costumes. Just hobos. Hobos and ghosts. Ghost hobos. Yeah, I would say say sheet with holes in it, ghost. (laughs) A ghost hobo. Mm -hmm. How many hobos die? Quite quite a a few. They get the gout. And a kind of tin can sproying hat. Bindle hobo. Because there's nothing 
more fun than making fun of the less fortunate. Mm. I am celebrating that. (laughs) Uh, And their rich culture of harmonica songs and improvised stabbing weapons. (laughs) Not to mention strawberry wine. That's true. (laughs) Where where would fruity wines be were it not... Twere not for our hobos. Mm. Yeah, for our mm. hobo brethren. Sure. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters, where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. I have a, a metal hip. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's that going? I'm part uh, robot. It's You're great. more machine than man. It feels yeah. great. I'm mostly man still. Okay. <laughs> that depends on where I'm at, though. Lauren Lapkus. But I do think if you're working with dead bodies all day, maybe a dog would be more appealing than marrying a man. Yeah, I right. Think so. Like, it's like, oh, this is going to get really sad at some point. So yeah. maybe I'll just marry Seriously. a dog and replace it. Cut, yeah. A lot of cuddling. Yeah. A lot of cuddling. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Virginia Jones, guest. Well, what a joy to have you here, Virginia. When something momentous happens to our listeners, we ask that they call 206-984-4FUN, 206-984-4FUN, to share it with us. We've got two of those persons, two such persons, Mm. on the line via recording right now. Let's hear the first. This is Luke from Oregon. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, guests. I just deadlifted 450 pounds for the first time, and I'm going to be signing up for a strongman competition for March. I love the show. Thanks. Bye. We love you too, Luke. Do you think that strongman competitions should also now include emotional strength? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I think they should include? Pussy strength. Pussies are strong. Yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. Luke, mm-hmm. congrats, and, and uh, just keep your wraps dry, man. You know, got to keep those wraps gotta dry. Got to keep your wraps dry. Powder up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you can do it. Yeah. Way to lift. Way to lift. We have a uh, we have a listener that I've met at a few um, uh, Max Fun Cons, and he also came to the meetup in London. Mm-hmm. Did you meet him? His name is Dom, and he is a he is he is a guy who looks like. A 19th century German gymnast, mm-hmm. like in the in the gymnasio, sure, or like a Russian strongman. Mm-hmm. He has a huge chest. Uh, he has a little waxed mustache. He is, I believe, African American and living in England. Mm-hmm. I believe that's correct. Um, uh, he may be a he may be a child of the world. Um, but he's got a little little wax mustache, an e- comically enormous chest, and he's he does a lot of gay powerlifting. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I just want to say what? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> just what? Go on. So, I just I just want to say right from the top, these were the some of the first things that I learned about Dom. 
I was in a thousand percent. I'm like, this is this is mm-hmm. the most delightful. Like, if you're gonna, can you imagine? I can't imagine anything better than to walk up to someone in a social situation and the th- three things that you learn about them. You know, you look at them; they look like a 19th century. A Russian strongman. Then they have this little mustache. Uh, they live in England and they do gay powerlifting. It's like a, a delight, a fucking delight. So that was great. That's what I knew about Dom initially. That and he was a big Max Fun sure. supporter. Then Max Fun Connie strolls around. I'm talking to Dom in the hallway. It's always a joy to talk to Dom. It's fun. He's a nice guy. He tells me, you know, I've been teaching gymnastics classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking joking. Right now this has – this is the most – like he looks like a – you know that kind of like a cartoon drawing of a person with who can hit the thing at the carnival with a hammer that makes the bell go ding? Like that's what the man looks like. What is the sexual orientation of the gymnastics classes, though? They are, I believe, they are all orientation omnisexual. Okay, Okay. not we're not separating. He's like, well, as an adult, I got interested in gymnastics and I took some classes and it was so fun. Mm -hmm. I got certified to teach it. (laughs) I'm like, I wish I had this much passion for. Anything, anything ever. I don't even want to be here. I get paid to be here with my best friend and talk, and I don't want to be here. I don't want to do anything. I want to be at home right now Mm -hmm. playing Secret of the Silver Blades on my PCX. But if you go home, there's that dinosaur to contend with. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. But I'm can just you, glad that isn't a, that beautiful? I'm just glad there's a kind of powerlifting that is more shaved and discreet <laughs> than regular powerlifting. Mm. Yeah. Like, does that mean only gay people compete? Are gay people better or worse powerlifters than I don't think people? they would prevent a heterosexual what, 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 person what does from it mean participating? To be a gay powerlifter, then? That, it means that you like to have sexual relations and romance with people of the same gender. But that, powerlifting and no. sexuality are both spectrums. Th- yeah, that's, that's like, a good point. That's like people uh, assuming that the guys from Erasure used to bang. They didn't. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, you're two gay guys in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. We well, all know. I don't think. That's a common misconception about Erasure. Yeah. It's probably the, the biggest one. I yeah. would imagine, though, that it's like, I mean, I've mentioned many times the really intense emotional experience I had when I stayed at the Golden Nugget in downtown Las Vegas and there was a women's uh, a women's uh, weightlifting competition going on. Oh, wow. No, what's it called? Bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Bodybuilding, not weightlifting. Not the actual sport. The thing where you oil right. up. Right, and, uh, and there was just all these dudes following them I showed around. my tricep. Then. Like I That's imagine I if yeah. you're it's in the, the most oiled muscle you currently have yeah. right now. <laughs> if you're in the LGBTQ powerlifting community, you don't even have to be interested in powerlifters. That's just like – it's just like putting up a sign that says, want to fuck a powerlifter? <laughs> Come by our, sh- our show or whatever it is, <laughs> our competition, our meet, our match. Like, come by there. You want to fuck a power lifter, comma, bottom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway. Dom sounds great. Yeah. Dom is is a – that guy's a winner. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. This is Katie from Omaha. I have a momentous occasion. I am here in the bathroom at Patrick Warburton's house. He just married my uncle. He didn't get married to my uncle. My uncle married his sister-in-law. 
And so I'm here at his house looking at his stuff. Anyway, just thought you might like to know. I guess we punch up one. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you very, very much. Yeah, definitely. Even more than that powerlifting guy from before. Yeah, he Keeping sucks it. now. <laughs> yeah. I hate him. <laughs> Keeping it in the Max Fun family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't Why know if do you were aware of Patrick Warburton as one of our most beloved running gags, but... Um, Dave, but yeah. I gotta hit the John Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, have to uh, make, a, make a man and wife. <laughs> I'm gonna make a man a, a man and make a woman a wife. You're gonna have the reception at my place, Dave. <laughs> he lives one year. He lives in Omaha. Anyway, many congratulations to to everyone involved. Why do you think she needed to call you in secret from a closet? I think why it, was she whispering? Is, I think it's about not, intimacy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I felt aroused. Sure, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I think it is. There was a kind of in the moment mm-hmm. kind of urgency maybe there's a party outside and she said, "Oh, I'm going to shut myself in the bathroom and I'm going to like just let the guys know." Yeah, well, she just didn't. I want... could kind of feel. I could feel that okay. energy coming through, and okay. I appreciated it. Yeah, she didn't yeah. want to have to make herself heard over the electric slide. <laughs> sure, you know. Yeah, I hear at you. The man. End of the day. Yeah. The thing about the electric slide, I don't know if you know this. It's electric. No, it is so. massively so. Um, and yeah, it might fuck with your phone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a big that's problem. true. I mean, I'm thinking of magnets, but right. Who knows how those work, huh? Who knows? Yeah. How do they work? How do they work? Um, I just like I. What was this woman's name? I don't know. Yeah, Carrie? Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just heard Patrick Warburton and all the and other everything thoughts just inside white. my head were yeah. just like just like a hard drive <laughs> with a magnet. Which how does it work? <laughs> if she could, I mean, listen, Katie. Katie. Thank you. If if. You know, we've so we've now we've gotten a call from Patrick Warburton's house. If we could just get a call from Liam Neeson's house while he's doing an American <laughs> accent, I think we'll probably have all our bases covered. And then we could just everyone just walk away. Just as, when that moment happens, you just That's, put your yes. headphones on the on the mic stands. And you just walk. And then away. we walk. Yes, yeah, so we walk into and the you ocean. Never speak. <laughs> yeah, so we never, never speak, speak to, to each other, other again. again. That is it. Like, well, that, that this is as the prophecies have foretold. Yes. And uh, we're done. And our work is done. Yes. Our work on this earth is done. Mm-hmm. Jerry, and... let's put the dance floor over here. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm thinking of some other wedding stuff for Patrick Warburton to say, but I can't think of any right now. Who has some requests for the band? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys play the electric slide. Oh, love is patient and kind. Love is patient and kind. There you go. <laughs> We'll be back. One thing I know about love is that it's patient. Good. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Wow. How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right. Dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah. I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat rocks. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Virginia Jones, 
carbon-based person. Do you do you want do you do we cut you off from doing a Patrick Warburton impression, Virginia? I feel like we maybe no. Kind of I was like just I was living. Okay. I was living yours. Thank you. Okay. Let us know if you ever feel like you want to do one. No. Okay. I, I only do Bobcat Goldthwait and Joey Ramone, which is a one. It's <laughs> a personal. They're, they're, they're the same. One is a lower version of the other. Wait, maybe I can't. Maybe I don't know what you're talking. Can you demonstrate? I'm sorry. I guess I, yeah, it doesn't, no, that doesn't so, track so to you me. Get, you get, you get, um, I think if I'm in my job, I know what my job is still. And then you got, things should have changes. We got kicked out of high school. Shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, you, I can't unhear hear that. You're welcome. Thank you. Know you. Wow. Welcome. Thank you. A new, I have a new perspective on life. I feel like I've had blinders on and they've taken them off and I'm seeing the world for what it truly is. A beautiful place. That we live in. That we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. Hey. Hey, the world's a beautiful place. Bobcat, Goldthwait, and Joy Remote kind of sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, the, the dress coat. Eight ball jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wearing eight ball jackets. <laughs> oh, fuck. Does he wait in Idaho? What did they say? Omaha. Omaha, Omaha Nebraska? You got it three syllables. Warburton lives there? She is from I don't... Omaha to Destination Patrick... Wedding. The destination yeah, yeah, yeah. is Beverly Hills. Probably. Home of Mr. Patrick Warburton. Well, now I'm insulted that we didn't get to be her plus one. What the what? Yes. You're right. That Now I'm mad. I'm insulted I didn't get to be Patrick Warburton's plus one. Yeah. I'll put out. Always a bridesmaid, never a plus one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> story, always... story of my life. You're always a plus size bridesmaid. <laughs> That's true. Yes. <laughs> A BBBM. <laughs> oh, a big bad bowel movement. A big bad bowel movement, yeah. No, you got that right. IRL. Yeah. I understand I'm a little bit of a fetish object. Big bad bowel movement. Well, Virginia Jones, thank you for joining us on uh, Jordan Jesse Go this week. Thank you for having me, you guys. If people are interested in uh, getting some tips on your warm weather golf lifestyle, mm-hmm. besides just going with a white cramps, vintage cramps t-shirt. You know, you can always find me uh, on, on Twitter at uh, Bedinia Dones, which is how it sounds if you say my name with a head cold. Uh, it's per- What a good idea. Mm-hmm. The perfect branding. The worst. It's the worst thing. And uh, uh, I've got... Dates and, and dates and gates on virginiajones.live. Uh, where, are you, where are you headed? Just Los Angeles? You're going out of town? Uh, I don't have anything out of town currently, but I got um, the classic Put Your Hands Together with uh, sure. Cam Esposito coming up on the, the 7th of November. And then, P-Y-H-T. Yeah. And then uh, December something, I'm doing um, uh, Dave Thompson and uh, Janine Brito show at UCB in the oh, Inner Sanctum. That's a fun one. At the sunset. So yeah, I've got I've got stuff yeah. going on. And I, I, I'm, from what I understand, there's also a comedy album. People there is can a, buy. there is a comedy album called uh, American uh, Go- or Gothic American, which is how I identify. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was on a podcast. Sorry, it was a different one. It's guys, okay. And the, the host, who I like very much, said, "Oh, did you know that there's a famous painting called uh, uh, American, American Gothic. Gothic?" I'm like, "Are you fucking mansplaining me my own record?" But right. it's it's available on iTunes. So. Jad Boomrod, I hope you're listening. That was kind of a dick <laughs> move. A little, little dick move. Yeah, come on, Jad. Um, I 
would like to tell you that you can hashtag it JJGo on mm-hmm. Twitter. Go to MaximumFun.Reddit.com to chat about it on Reddit. You can join the MaxFun Facebook group and talk about Jordan Jesse Go there. Uh, Brian Fernandez is our producer, laughing audibly outside the booth. Uh, Brian just and also applauding when someone says something woke. Yeah. I like that he's joining nice. us in that. Yeah, Brian. Uh, uh, Brian just celebrated his forty sixth birthday. Mm, so sure, congratulations oh, to the old Brian dirty forty six. He looks amazing. He looks he so looks gorgeous. Good. He you looks look good. really he looks good. good. You look skinny. You're skinny. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that is that is Polly Shore visiting? Hey, buddy, you're looking skinny. Someone hasn't been wheezing the juice. <laughs> it's me, Polly Shore. <laughs> anyway, hey, another impression. Great. Mm-hmm. God, I would love to be a better performer. That would be great. One day, I've I've been thinking. I haven't stopped thinking about that one time Patrick Warburton was at my house since mm-hmm. it happened. That was like eight years ago now. <laughs> God, I would love to be in Warburton's house. You think he's got a grand piano? You know, I bet he thinks of that event the same way, and with the same feral intensity. <laughs> God, I'd love to go to that public radio host house again. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, that baby was adorable, uh, like a dog who lives in the woods. <laughs> Feral intensity. Anyway, great job, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been Jesse Thorne. That's uh, Jordan Morris. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.